This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hey, everyone. Welcome to Round Ball Stew. I am Matt Straup. It is Wednesday, December 22nd. That means this is your 4 by 5 episode for writers from NBC Sports Edge for five minutes each. We will talk some point guard performances of note, including Damian Lillard, Tyrese Halliburton, and Kemba Walker, plus much more over the next 25 or so minutes in the middle of a totally not chaotic or weird week in the NBA. As we start the timer on... Raphael Johnson stepping into Ryan Knauss' vacated leadoff role. I think there's a chance here, Raph, uh, if you get on base a couple times. I don't, I don't know if Ryan's getting it back. Yeah, I'm trying to pull a Ricky Henderson today. <laughs> I'm willing to slide down the order whenever Ryan comes back, though. <laughs> For the versatility. Yeah. You can hit first, third. That's the sign of a skilled hitter. And I think we want to talk uh, Tyrese Halliburton, I believe, first and foremost, correct? Yes, we do. Obviously, no De'Aaron Fox. He's one of the many players who have been sidelined due to health and safety protocols. Halliburton was already figuring prominently in the rotation, but he's taken it up a notch over the last week. 20 points, 5.5 rebounds, 10.3 assists, 2.0 steals, 1.0 blocks with 2.03 pointers per game, shooting about 51% from the field, 86 from the foul line. Second round value in nine cat over the last week. He's been a third round player all season. Yeah. I think that's kind of what we all expected as fantasy managers. But I think my question, would you have to be a fool to consider selling high on Halliburton right now? I think he would just because of his role within the rotation and the, I guess the, the unpredictable nature of everything over these last couple of weeks I don't see why anyone in their right mind would consider selling higher on Tyrese Halliburton, but I thought I'd just ask the question. Yeah, I, this is a guy that I'm kicking myself for not being higher on coming into this season. Mm-hmm. For whatever reason, I don't know if it was the draft pick of Davion Mitchell or just General King's uh, silliness that I didn't really trust them, but man, he's been fantastic. And, you know, on right. the season, almost two steals per game, 1.8 steals, 0.8 blocks, 1.8 threes. I was just looking at his numbers today and marveling. Obviously not a not a big time score except for recently mm-hmm. with De'Aaron Fox out, but there's a lot to like here even once Fox is back. And yeah, yeah I mean, I guess in general we're in such a weird time when it comes to fantasy trades, Raph, because like if you have a guy who's on the court producing for you, don't touch anything, right? Yeah, I'm not really sure. I, I kind of wonder how much trades have either increased or decreased in fantasy leagues mm-hmm. over the last couple of weeks. Because when you have sure things like Halliburton certainly appears to be, why would you risk that right now? You know, so yeah, he's been outstanding. And I think once Fox gets back, he's still a player that could potentially win you some categories on a weekly basis. I also think it is if you are doing well, if your team has somehow managed to uh, survive or even rise in the standings, it is a good time to try to leverage that and trade mm-hmm. for potentially trade for a guy when he goes into the protocols. The name Scotty Barnes comes to mind. He just recently yeah. went into the protocols. 
you may have an opportunity to trade for a guy like that if a team is struggling in the standings. It's weird that we're talking about that, right? Because these are health and safety <laughs> protocols, but that's the, the reality we're in in fantasy leagues. So I don't know. That's just one thought that comes to mind. Yeah, um, agreed. Uh, and I think the second guy I wanted to talk about, someone who was completely out of the Knicks rotation yeah, uh, as recently as a week ago, Kemba Walker. Uh, he hadn't, <laughs> yeah, he hadn't played for 10 games. The first one was the second game of a back-to-back in Atlanta. And then nine games out of the rotation, the Knicks weren't appreciably better without him. So I kind of wonder why Tom Thibodeau is a bit so, sub- so stubborn in keeping him out of the rotation. Hadn't shot the ball well these last few games, but he is averaging 25 and seven, four assists and four triples per game. Obviously, you know, you're shooting 39% from the field. You want that to be a bit higher for a point guard. But I'm kind of wondering if he hasn't done enough to kind of stick in the rotation because, like I said, they weren't much better without him. And you need scoring there. So, I mean, why not go for it? Unless you're going to go all in on playing Deuce McBride if the Knicks, you know, fail to kind of get up in the Eastern Conference backing order. I mean, what are we doing here? That's my main question when it comes to Kemba Walker. All the excitement, the homecoming, and then Mm -hmm. such so quick to pull the plug. I don't know if that was Tibbs acting alone there or what, but it doesn't necessarily matter. I think the big thing that matters is I want to just expand just a tiny bit more on what you said. So you think mm-hmm. there's a chance that he is going to, like, this is the jumping off point for him to be get back in and stay back in and be fantasy relevant again, potentially? Why not? Like, like I said, they weren't doing a whole lot without him. You know, Alec Burks, he gave him a little bit more defensively, but they were still losing games. The offense was still an issue. Kemba wasn't the only problem there. I think, you know, you have the smaller point guards in terms of Kemba, Derrick Rose, and Emmanuel quickly. I get the under thing that one has to go, but he wasn't the only problem. That's why I think there's a chance he sticks. Okay, Raph. I'm, uh, I'm looking forward to seeing how that plays out because I, I personally, I don't know, I don't have Kemba in any fantasy leagues, but I, mm-hmm. I don't know. It, it's nice to see him fantasy relevant, uh, putting up some intriguing numbers again. So thank you as always, and I shall talk to you soon. All right, take care. Okay, see ya. All right, next up, it is Aaron Robinson. Aaron, how are things? Doing great, man. Can't complain. How about yourself? I'm good, thank you. I'm good. I think you wish to uh, start things off possibly in Cleveland, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, man. I mean, I, I think uh, in Cleveland, we're, we're looking at I've been impressed with Kevin Love, man. I, mean, I think uh, Love is a guy who's been, you know, in the midst of a career resurgence this year for Cleveland, man. Obviously, um, last year, he had that down year with, you know, his minutes kind of getting taken away there and um, how obviously he was injured for a while and didn't really have the opportunity to, to um, you know, be the Kevin Love that we saw him being. But obviously this year, with them drafting Evan Mobley, them acquiring Laurie Markkinen, people kind of were a little skeptical about what his role was going to look like. But he's been awesome for them this season, man. He's, he's kind of had a, a career resurgence for them, man. He's averaging 12 and 7, 7 rebounds a game for them this season, man. And, you know, he's, he's kind of been a key cog down there in that front court especially with all the people that they've been that they've seen you know uh, missing game lately man I think he's he's, he's somebody that um, has been trending in the right direction man obviously as of last night but he was only rostered in about 67 percent of Yahoo leagues um, so he's somebody that you know should be available in, in, a, in a good amount of leagues if so if you're somebody that's looking for you know a guy that can give you some threes and you know some rebounds uh, he's somebody that definitely you know could be could should be on your radar radar 
Yeah, and one thing that never went away when Kevin Love was kind of fading from relevance the last few years was his ability to shoot. Um, he's up over, up over 40% on threes this year. You mentioned his numbers for the season, and I think he's hit three or more threes in six of his last seven games and are averaging around 15.5 points, seven rebounds during that stretch. So three, nearly three and a half three-pointers. So there is a lot to like there from Kevin Love, and we seem to have found the magic formula. It's 20 minutes per game. Uh, and the Cavs being in contention, as I've said, is is a big factor, I think, in Love staying relevant. Yeah, for sure. And I think I think, you know, with him, you know, I remember last year, even when when he was kind of going through his his stuff, like the uh bigger staff was always talking about how, you know, his his energy was always good. And he always came in the locker room and, you know, was was a, a good a good, you know, teammate for for the younger guys and was, you know, doing uh Doing a, lot, doing a lot of like mentorship stuff for for the younger players, man, and I think that's you know the reason when you come into a season with that mindset, you know, I think good things happen, man. And you mentioned the way he's been able to shoot the ball, man, and in the limited minutes, um, obviously as a, as a veteran, you know, you don't want to run him into the ground, but you know, I think the biggest thing that he's been available for them too, man. I mean, he's 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 been able to kind of stay off the injury report. He's played twenty three games uh, this season for them, man, and obviously he, right now he's one of the only active bigs uh, due to all this COVID stuff, so. You know, definitely, I think you 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 begin some bank, some good bang for your buck uh, with love there. And you know, I like to joke with Steve Alexander sometimes, ask him how old how old he thinks a guy is. I looked up Kevin Love's age the other day. I was kind of surprised that he's only thirty three. It feels like he's about thirty eight at this point. So uh, maybe you know, may have a few more years of Kevin Love being relevant. And uh, definitely, I agree. It's weird that you know a guy in uh, in a twenty minute role like that is fantasy relevant. But that's where we are. Uh, we got a couple more minutes left, and I think there's one more player you want to talk about. Yes, uh, I want to fly out to Dallas, uh, obviously, to talk about Jalen Brunson, man. I mean, he's a guy that, um, obviously, with, with Luka being out, you know, he's kind of see, seen his, his his usage kind of increase. But he's somebody that, that's going to be able to have opportunity to, to kind of stay relevant even when Luka comes back. I mean, the Mavericks have been desperate for this kind of second scoring option all season with, you know, KP being in and out of the lineup and obviously Hardaway been, being up and down. And Brunson has been a guy that's been pretty consistent for them, obviously, you know, against Minnesota the other night. He got with for 28 three triples, 10 of 18 shooting, um, and, and kind of, you know, explode six dimes. Um, you know, but he's, he's somebody that has been pretty consistent for them this season, man. I mean, I think he's a guy that he's only rostered right now in 71% of fantasy league. So obviously a little higher than love, but, you know, he's, he's somebody that, that should be available. You know, in fact, he's available in 30% of fantasy leagues is, is extremely shocking. You know, seeing the numbers that, that he's put up this season, man. So uh, I think Brunson is a guy that um, should definitely be, be, um, be on people's radar if you don't already have him. I definitely think he's somebody that has the opportunity to potentially sustain the production that we've kind of been seeing from him. Brunson is kind of the perfect no headaches fantasy player this year because he has the role when they're at full strength and he's serviceable enough to play. But then he'll have those spike games like you mentioned when, you know, Luca or Porzingis is out. So it's it's kind of this perfect storm of serviceable, but with some upside uh, on any given night or any given week. Yeah, no, for sure. And yeah, I think obviously um thing with him is, is – that he also is really good taking care of the basketball, you know. So if you're a nine cat league and you don't want anybody that's gonna, you know, kill you with turnovers, man. Last night he has six assists, two turnovers. The game before that he had five, but he also had eleven assists. So you know you're gonna be around a two to one assist to turnover ratio for him. And then and then also you're gonna have games like the game before that he had nine assists, two turnovers. The game before that he had eight assists, one turnover. You know, so he's he's somebody that's always you know gonna, gonna take care of the ball and also gonna get you some assists. So you know he he won't kill you if you're in a nine cat league. And then like you mentioned. He's somebody that, you know, even when, when the Mavs are at full strength, um, he'll get you some good value in, in points leagues and standard leagues as well. Aaron, that's the end of our five minutes. Thank you for stopping by. We'll see you back here very soon. No problem at all. Thanks for having me. All right. See you, man. 
All right, we have two more writers to go first. We're going to take a very quick break. Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed, also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Give the gift of NBC Sports Edge Plus this holiday season. Get 15% off annual subscriptions when you use the code HOLIDAY15 at checkout. This offer turns to Cole on December 31st. So visit NBCSportsEdge.com slash Edge Plus today. And remember, all our premium tools for fantasy, DFS, and betting are included in one low Edge Plus subscription. Also, download the NBC Sports Predictor app powered by PointsBet and enter this week's free NBA Pick and Roll Contest for a chance to win $50,000 this week, highlighting matchups between Cavs, Celtics, Raptors, Bulls, Nuggets, Thunder. So if you don't have the Predictor app yet, download it now as we welcome in Jared Johnson. Jared, every time I mention a game, a oh promo, I'm Lord. like, did that game get postponed? <laughs> um, <laughs> Joe Johnson, Ursan Ilyasova, and Lance Stevenson, Jared, are all back in the league. What is happening right now? They are. It only took about 100 players going into quarantine, but Joe Jesus is back in the league. <laughs> Let's head to Detroit. I would like to talk about this man, Mr. Saban Lee. He had a okay. bit of a showing again last night. Uh, busted out of a two-game funk, coming through with 16 points on 7-15 shooting to go with three boards, three assists, one three-pointer, two steals, one block, and zero turnovers and 25 minutes off the bench. Uh, this comes with the caveat that Killane Hayes was out for that one. He was sick with a non-COVID illness, which allowed him to get back into the mid-20s. Um, but we have seen Saban Lee perform consistently when, whenever he's given the minutes this season. Uh, we also know that he had that 42-point game in the G League, so we know that he's <laughs> capable of scoring when he wants to. But what really impresses me with his stat lines is is what he's able to do with his diversified stat lines. It's, you know, he, he's not, he's probably not going to score 42 in the NBA, but he is giving solid numbers in dimes, triples, and steals when given the opportunity. Now, I do think that this could be, you know, maybe a little bit of a hit or miss thing moving forward with, you know, it did take Kalein Hayes going down, but I do think that Lee could be a guy with some nice second half potential playing on this Detroit team that's five and 25, which 
is the worst record in the league by a long shot. Uh, do you have any faith in Saban Lee? I like the player, and I think, you know, we, we got just another good example on Tuesday of what the guy can do when he gets a chance. I think my question is just the role, and do we have to really wait until the, you know, as I said to Steve the other day, we're in kind of the sneak preview of the silly season right now. Um, right. We're not, I don't think we're, I think we're going to go back to normal season, hopefully, relatively <laughs> hopefully, in the near future, yeah. hopefully. But I mean, can't, do we really have, yeah, like, I don't know. That's the reason I haven't picked up Saban Lee yet. He's 3% rostered. Is just, I'm not sure we're, we're going to get these other than like a one-off here and there. Yeah. Yeah. I just think that he's certainly a name that you want to put on your watch list as, yeah. as we, uh, you know, especially if you're in a deeper league, just kind of, just, just keep Keep a tabs on him. For sure. I, I, I agree with that 100%. Also, on Tuesday night, we saw Mr. Damian Lillard keep his hot streak going, popping off for 39 points on an efficient 13 of 24 shooting, 6 of 11 from distance, and 7 of 8 at the line to go with 7 dimes, 2 boards, and a steal in just uh, one turnover. And those 39 points fell uh, just 4 points shy of matching his season high which he said on friday and a 43 point performance uh over the past three mr damian lillard is averaging 38 points 6.7 dimes five triples on 54.8 percent shooting is dame dalla back it sure looks that way man he this is this is wildly encouraging stuff if you if you waited out this whole thing and 11.3 free throw attempts per game over those last few that's a terrific sign too and yeah. i mean i don't know how they lost the pelicans by 14 on tuesday with him <laughs> putting up that stat line that's a little that ominous yeah. <laughs> um, now i think we just have to worry about the situation right but i mean it, it certainly looks like he's turned a corner health wise and uh fantastic news for those who who held on and just stayed patient through some some really turbulent early season stuff with Dame. Yeah. So really the only negative here is I wanted to finish this out with Dame will look to continue going on Thursday, but Thursday's game has been postponed. So <laughs> he only has one game this week. We already saw it. Yeah. Um, but I guess if you want to do glass half full. Um, Please. I'll have four days of rest before his next game. Um, maybe, maybe that'll help him deal with whatever ailments he may be dealing with. But it does seem that he's gotten past the abdominal issue. Hopefully, yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I'm I'm happy to see Damian Lillard back, and and I I expect this uh, hot streak to continue. We got about thirty seconds left, Jared. Any any final thoughts? Any parting words from you before? Yeah, depressing. Uh, OG Ananobi went into protocols this morning along with Lou Williams and Timothy Luwawu Cabarro. Cool. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, the Hawks not only signed Lance Stevenson. I can't remember. There were some. There were uh, a couple others. Oh, Lance is back. Yeah, that's what I was saying. There we go. Born ready. Lance Stevenson, Ooh. Ursan Ilyasova, Joe Johnson, among others. Lance Stevenson might be a streamer tonight. Wow. <laughs> Crazier things have happened. That where are we? That is truly where What's we are. Happening. Um, all right, Jared. Well. All right. We'll talk soon. I will catch you later. All right. See ya. Look who's here, Steve Alexander. Steve, good afternoon that is a tell me what i'm looking at the armadillo cowboy matt that is joe johnson oh yes there he is 
good visual gag for the uh, audio podcast there. Yeah, I'm using props now, like Carrot Top. I learned just now that that Joe Johnson, one of his nicknames, aside from Iso Joe and several others, is he's the Armadillo Cowboy. And the, the Armadillo Cowboy is 40 years old, man. Yes, he is. He's playing for the Celtics. And there's there's been some Twitter humor out there. Yes, I've I've also seen some Twitter humor. The best one was James Herbert said, so now everybody's yes. isolating except Joe Johnson. Yeah, That's that one got sent to me as well. That one got sent to me as well. Have you ordered your Lance Stevenson jersey yet? I have not checked to see if that's available. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not sure. I I'm going to do that right after this. That's a good plan, uh, Matt. I do have some actual fantasy information here for people. Okay, let's hear it. Including Wednesday's games, and not including the Portland game that was canceled. Actually, maybe including that one. I think it is still accurate. The following teams play three times the remainder of this week, and there's okay. only five of them. It's the Atlanta Hawks, the makeshift Atlanta Hawks, the Denver Nuggets, the Milwaukee Bucks, Oklahoma City Thunder, and Orlando Magic. Those are your three games remaining this week. If you're going to pick somebody up right now, that's those are the teams I think you want to target. These five teams only have one game left this week, and I, I need to double-check Portland because this was as of last night. Uh, Charlotte, Minnesota, Portland, Sacramento, and Toronto – they only have one game left. So if you want to dump a scrub that you've got on, say, Charlotte or the Sacramento Kings and then pick up, I don't know, somebody from Oklahoma City or Orlando, makes a lot of sense right now. I'm going to do a visual gag, too, just because you did. Can you see that? Nope, not focused. DeLon Wright, 3% rostered in fantasy leagues. I am thinking about streaming DeLon Wright in some fantasy lineups this week. I'm a little nervous about it. I'm a little nervous about it, but with some trepidation, I'm doing it. I was thinking about throwing him into a uh, DFS lineup this evening. What do you think? I mean, I, I think it's worth it against the Magic. If you're not going to do it now, then when? You know? That's a good call, Matt. Last night, I rolled with Hamadou Diallo, and he went crazy. It racked up a ton of uh, DFS points. Matt, I, had a, I, I wish we had more time. I would read you my interaction with Roth from last night at like, 1230, 1 o'clock in the morning. All I needed was two points out of Cameron Payne. And that's at the beginning of the fourth quarter. And he he missed like three layups that went in and out. He Every pass he threw, the guy shot it. It went in and out. And finally, with like 30 seconds left in the game, the Lakers just totally fumbled the ball. And it's rolling around on the court. And campaign just picks it up and takes off with it. And they, they give him credit for a steal. Uh, huge huge fan duel win for me, Matt. It turned my whole, <laughs> turned my life around, really. <laughs> That's excellent news there. Steve, anything else? We got about a minute and change left. Uh, Max Struess was my pickup of the day in the pickup of the day column in the uh, Sports Edge Plus, you know, pay section of Sports Edge. And Max Struess has had three really good games in a row, not as good as Damian Lillard's. But uh, he's he's been on fire, and Jimmy Butler's still out with this tailbone thing. And even with Tyler Hero back, it was nice to see Struess ball out last night. So I think he's worth he's worth a look right now. I think they play two games uh, between now and, and Monday, so not a bad idea to look at him. Yeah, 32, 24, and 18 points his last three games with a total of 16 three-pointers for Struess. And Gabe Vincent had a pretty nice little game. Uh, 
on Tuesday night as well. Yeah, this is weird, man. Like the, you, you, you said this is silly season, uh, like a precursor to silly season. But we, it actually feels like we've kind of been in a silly season for almost two years now, and now it's going like turbo silly season because, like, we're talking about Bargnani and and Ursan Ilyasova and Lance Stevenson and Joe Johnson. It, it it's like it's two thousand twelve again, Matt. Wait a second. Did Bargnani really get signed? Somehow I missed that one. I don't think Bargnani has been signed yet, but there's chatter out there on Twitter. Okay. Like, Raptor, somebody said, which Raptor would you like to see come back? Dude, if we're going to do that, I hope the guy, the Pistons, signed Darko Milicic. <laughs> like, Let's just go for bring it. Back, I- bring back Darko, and then I want to see what's his name. Who was the kid that flopped in Charlotte? Adam. Adam. Uh, the number one. Oh, player. Adam Morrison. Adam, Adam Morrison. Yeah, we might be pushing it in terms of how I'm not going to look up how old Adam Morrison is. Yes, I am. And and then we got to go, Steve. Actually, what we're going to do is because our time is up, I am going to look up Adam Morrison right now and see how old he is. What would be really sweet is if like... Oh, he's only 37. What would be really sweet is if Dominique and Jordan came back and and played in a game against each other. I'd pay big money to see that. Might as well do it. It's time now, Steve, because our time is up. It's time now for Raph's last word. And I think Raph may have some thoughts here on all of this possible ridiculousness that you're spouting. <laughs> you're muted, Raph. This is, let's just make this part of the bit, too. Raph comes back in muted. There you go. <laughs> the Adam Morrison bit, that ship has sailed. Um, he now does radio commentary for Gonzaga basketball. Games, it's over, so. Steve. I'm not sure. He might be closer to dad bod territory than elite athlete. So, you know, it's unfortunate there. But I think speaking of ridiculousness, ridiculousness, I wanted to ask a question of the NBA schedule makers, why they would give the Bucks a slate of three games in four days, um, beginning tonight at home against Houston, tomorrow in Dallas, then they're back home for Boston on Christmas Day. Now, under a normal year, that would be an absolutely mind-boggling schedule setup. But you knew we're in the midst of a pandemic. Um, Obviously, we didn't know all these protocols would be coming up now. But when you're making the schedule, why would you do something like this? I'm really confused by the logic or lack thereof with this particular scheduling issue. And furthermore, in today's day and age and and with all the resting and all the the injuries and everything that takes place, why are there back-to-backs at all in the NBA anymore? I mean, we... We can schedule, set the schedule up so there would be no more back-to-backs. And I, I don't know why that's still a thing. And I'm surprised that we still have occasional five-game weeks. Um, you'd think with the way everything's going, they would they would stop doing those things. But they haven't so far. Now, Raph has the last word. Jer- Jared's going to have the parting word. Jared. Oh, <laughs> no more back-to-backs. Make the season longer. I love it. Let's go. <laughs> All right. Raph, you good? Um, yeah, I forgot what I was going to say, but yeah, you're okay. okay. All right. <laughs> that is going to do it for us. Don't forget to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, wherever you listen. Take a moment to rate and review us as well. Uh, we're here every Monday through Friday, but a quick programming note, the Waiver Wire podcast will be here Friday, but it will not be live on Twitch due to the holidays. want to say thanks to all of you for listening and for watching live. Thanks to all of our writers, Aaron, Raph, Steve, Jared, you're all here. Jared, by the way, you stick around long enough. You're in the chat. You're going to end up back in the podcast. Uh, Talk to you guys soon. Adios.
Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed, also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.